welcome back to the Key Coaching Podcast and on today's episode we are going to talk about moving to Bali. So this is an episode I wanted to record for a long time just because I found it really hard to settle into Bali and hopefully this will give other people an insight into solo traveling and how it can be really hard at times to settle into somewhere new. So I'm going to go off the questions I got asked from you guys. Thank you all so much for asking questions. And the first one I'm going to go with is how did you find it settling in? Okay, I found it really difficult and I wasn't expecting to find it as difficult as I did. So when I arrived in Bali, I didn't have any expectations around Bali itself. I did have expectations of meeting like-minded people straight away and friends straight away because I suppose it was something I never found difficult even growing up because I'm so extroverted like I would literally talk to a wall and anyone who knows me knows that like I'm just yeah I you can't shut me up and because I found it so difficult to meet people and meet friends when I initially came to Bali I was like, oh my God, this just isn't for me. Like I was like, literally, oh my God, it was so upsetting because I was like, just expecting to like meet people straight away, um, fit in straight away and have like a group of friends kind of straight away. And when that didn't happen, I was like, um, like I really went into myself. I really like, was ended up being someone I wasn't you know what I mean so I really like went into myself um I wasn't being myself when I was going to the gym or when I was um meeting people like I wasn't myself I was putting up this kind of front and because I was so anxious because I thought people weren't gonna like me for who I actually was which is absolutely crazy but that's kind of where your mind goes when Well, that's where my mind went when I wasn't kind of meeting people straight away because from Instagram and from talking to friends who had been in Bali already, they were like, Kate, you're going to make friends straight away. Like you're literally going to go to the gym and you'll be chatting to people straight away and you will all go for breakfast or you'll all go for dinner and it'll be unreal. And I was like, oh, unreal. And when that wasn't happening, I was like, oh my God, like Bali isn't for me. Like I full on thought that. And I suppose the reason why I was overthinking everything so much was because it was like, I'm going to say a month in and I still hadn't really met like like minded people or people that I connected with, you know what I mean? Um. And I was just finding it really difficult. And that was when I texted Orla, love you, the health one. And I was like, can can we meet up for dinner or whatever? And it it was basically, I was finding it more difficult to like reach out to people and to text people um, about how I was feeling because everyone else, like I was watching everyone else's stories and they were all having a ball and they were already obviously settled in because they were here like 
months or years and I was kind of comparing myself to them then as well and I was like oh like overthinking it in the sense that they don't want to be friends with me or they already have their own friend group like I can't be part of their group and like these mad things like I was thinking up these mad scenarios now when I look back I'm like no one was like thinking that or no one was like you can't be friends with us you know it wasn't like that you know but I suppose um that's the way I was feeling I was just feeling so anxious and I was so in my own head about everything just because I couldn't settle in and when I texted Orla we met up for dinner and I had said to her my kind of excuse was that I was going to go to Vietnam because I had to do a visa run and I was like I'm gonna go to Vietnam for two weeks because my cousin Erin is in Vietnam and then I'm gonna go home for my graduation um because I never like I always booked the one-way flight to Bali but I was I never I don't have a plan of when I'm coming home you know that kind of way I don't it was just a one-way flight and see how I get on so yeah I was like it's fine I'm gonna go home in October and um I'm gonna go back for my graduation that'll kind of be my excuse as to like why I'm coming home even though you shouldn't have to make up an excuse to go home like you know that's like the fear of failure or the ego side of me being like you told everyone you were going to Bali and if it didn't work out coming home like feeling like a failure because it didn't work out and getting the flight home you're not a failure and if it didn't work out it didn't work out and to be honest I was kinder with myself on that side of things I was like I don't need to explain to anyone like why I'm coming home you know I and if people asked I'd just be honest I'd be like I couldn't settle in and I was just really uncomfortable over there and it just wasn't for me and that's what I was going to say because that's exactly how I was feeling you know um and when I said to Orla I booked a flight home she was like Kate oh my god what are you doing like she was like give yourself a chance to settle in she said it took her so long to settle in to Bali you know and she's here like over a year now you know what I mean? And then the more people I talked to about how I felt um, in the sense that I was so uncomfortable here and just felt so out of my depth. I thought that I didn't belong here. I was like, no one likes me. Like, I'm not going to make friends. I'm going to be a loner in Bali. These are all the things you get so in your head when you have like anxious thoughts. Anyway, like I just moved country. Like it was a massive culture shock, first of all. You know what I mean? And that's something I wasn't expecting, like how different, obviously, Asia is to the Western world, like obviously, but I suppose it was just something I hadn't even thought about, you know what I mean? So on top of like moving halfway across the world, ha like waking up to a complete different culture of like, bit like really, really busy, um, noisy, Gojeks, like the scooters, literally everywhere you're like walking on a footpath and there's like a Gojek, like a scooter behind you beeping at you to, to get off the footpath even though the footpaths were walking, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, it's just so obviously so different. Like it is where like your worlds apart, like, you know, from Bird Hill, like a small little village 
where literally there's not you wouldn't see a car on the road um well the back roads anyway for jesus ages like you know what i mean so um i wasn't giving myself a chance essentially so yeah booked the flight home and orla was like oh my god kate no like she was like change that straight away she's like give yourself a chance to settle in so then the more people i talked to like everyone i was talking to then i was telling them how i was feeling and they were all like no like literally it took me four months to settle into bali it took me six months to settle into bali it took me three months to settle into bali and i was like thank god and once i started talking to people about how i felt i was fine i was like oh my god like if everyone else like felt like this like it's fine to feel like this and once i was reassured in the sense that i wasn't alone and how i was feeling i was fine I was absolutely fine and ended up like meeting loads of friends and meeting people who were like-minded but I just had to give myself that chance you know what I mean and I was putting all this pressure on myself to make friends straight away after moving halfway across the world like putting pressure on myself to make friends settle in um like people pleasing that was another thing I was doing to the nines I was like saying yes to everyone and everything which obviously is good at the start because you obviously want to make friends you know what I mean but I was doing it to a point where I wasn't looking after myself you know what I mean I was literally just saying yes to everyone everything and I ended up being quite burnt out from that then I just had to have a little chat with myself and I was like look Kate calm down relax chill out it's fine just breathe I basically stopped worrying what everyone else thought of me I just was like if people like me they like me and if they don't they don't everyone wants to be liked it's a lateral human thing you know what I mean and it was just mad how when I was at home I'd worked so much on myself in the sense of people pleasing and just to try and stop people pleasing and look after myself and set boundaries with certain people and I'd only surround myself by my friends you know what I mean and people who like I had genuine connections with and who were my friends if that makes sense whereas when I got here first and for the first like four six weeks I was people pleasing to a point where I was just burning myself out because obviously I was trying to fit in and be liked and that's fine but to a certain extent you know what I mean so then once I stopped all of that and I just took a breath I was like okay be yourself stop people pleasing and if people like you they like you and if they don't they don't and that's okay and the minute I just relaxed and calmed down like it was literally fine I was able to be myself around everyone I made friends it took a while, but I did make friends. Now I can see I'm settled in, but only in the last two to three weeks. And it's the 9th of November, and I got here on the 24th of August. And I can only say that I've properly settled into Bali in the last two to three weeks. If you're someone who is watching this and you are solo traveling, it doesn't matter where you're going, give yourself a chance, you know what I mean? Give yourself compassion and know that it's okay to feel really really uncomfortable and 
if that means that you end up booking a flight somewhere else or booking a flight home you haven't failed but one thing I would say to you is give yourself time to settle in and don't make any rash decisions you know what I mean like give yourself a chance and it does work out like I promise it does I'm still here in Bali and I'm having the best time ever so um yeah that's how I found settling in that was question number one um what's the food like is it easy to eat healthy the food is fabulous here like the food is obviously absolutely gorgeous and is it easy to eat healthy yes it is easy to eat healthy but whatever you mean by like healthy like balanced meals and stuff like that yeah it is one thing for me anyways it some of the foods here like obviously it's different you know what I mean you're in Asia um it the food the way the foods are here are obviously different to home so it took my like it took me a long while to figure out like what foods worked with me and what didn't and then I ended up getting Bali belly that's something that's quite common you don't know where it comes from like it can come from the water it can come from foods you eat touching money like you don't really know where it actually comes from and it's essentially just where you're really dehydrated and you are puking and going to the toilet it's usually like a 24-hour thing it can last longer than that it's just from consuming lots of foods that your body isn't used to you know what I mean the food is, is gorgeous like I said and you can eat here relatively um cheap and it's it's decent food you know what I mean one thing I would say is that a lot of food is like fried and there's nothing wrong with like fried food but like obviously in, mo- in moderation you know so that's something where I found was really hard my digestion where all the food was like really fried so you can find places where like they do grill some things and not everything is deep fried you know and once you kind of figure out those places and what works well with you, um, you're flying it. And that took me like literally up until now, like the last two weeks where I've actually finally started figuring out like meals that work with me and foods that really work for me, you know. So it's all like kind of trial and error. Um, but yes, it's very easy to eat uh, healthy here, like conveniently, if that makes sense. Like I don't cook here. Um, my mom would be weak laughing at that. She'd be like you're living the dream not having to cook (laughs) what's the cost of living like in Bali compared to Ireland okay so this is something else that I was under the illusion of the way everyone kind of talks about Bali they're like oh my god Bali is so cheap it's definitely not like um, some people I was talking to who are here a lot longer were saying that the prices have gone up since like Covid and since lockdown and stuff like that that pre-lockdown and during lockdown the prices in Bali were really like low like as in the cost of living was really low but in the last couple of months everything has like doubled and tripled here so it's definitely cheaper than Ireland but not that much cheaper like certain things are a lot cheaper my accommodation per month is relatively like it's 
quite really cheap to be honest guest houses that like I'm staying in like a villa guest house kind of thing and that's what where most people stay like guest houses and you can get really nice guest houses for like the equivalent of anywhere between maybe 300 euro to 500 euro a month would be the cost of like a guest house and then your meals like it all depends where you obviously go but um you could definitely minimum spend like 15 euro a day uh 10 to 15 euro a day and get your three meals out and a coffee and a protein shake like that's just me going off what I usually have so like I would spend probably around 15 euro a day and I would buy out of that 15 euro I'd buy my lunch and dinner I make my breakfast at home buy my lunch and dinner and probably get a protein shake and a coffee um so yeah if that's I like I can't even remember what I used to spend at home but it's definitely cheaper like you can get dinners in warungs they're called they're like the local um restaurants for like you can get a full dinner for like no joke two euro fifty uh three euro and they're like they're so nice like the dinners are really really yummy but yeah like clothes and things like that like you can shop here like zara h&m bershka all things like that are actually on the more expensive side because all of those things are imported so that was one thing that i wish i'd known coming here I didn't bring that much clothes as in normal clothes I brought loads of gym clothes but I didn't bring that much normal clothes because I was like oh sure I'll just buy clothes over there and they're actually way more expensive you can buy clothes in the markets and stuff but the quality isn't great so yeah that's another thing to know like bring a lot of clothes because it's more expensive to buy clothes here if that's something you want so overall, like, per, how much money would you need per week? That's another one I got. So you can definitely budget here really well. Like, you can definitely, like, live quite comfortably on a budget here, 100%. But per week, how much money would you need? If you're talking to the person now, my mom is going to be weak laughing. I am so bad with money. Like, I'm, I'm getting better, but, like... I spend money it's never gonna run out like I'm so bad with money like I really really am and everyone who knows me will be weak laughing but I am getting better I am getting better how much money you'd need per week here I would say it all depends on what you want to do and how much money you're spending per day and things like that but it depends as well like where you're going at, at the weekends and stuff like that but I suppose Anywhere between 100 euro a week would, would be sufficient enough where you'd be buying most of your meals out um, and you wouldn't really be doing anything in between, like any activities and things like that. But maybe anywhere between like 100 to 150 euro a week would be enough if you just wanted to eat out every day and not do that much outside, like eating and training. If you wanted to go off and do like trips and things like that, maybe like 100 to 200 euro a week would be like realistic. You could definitely do it lower than that. You can definitely do it on a budget. Like if you really wanted to budget, you could definitely easily live here 
for less than 100 as well a week like easily you could definitely live here on like 80 euro a week easily if you put your mind to it yeah definitely but it all just depends on the person and the situation I would say I spend about 150 euro here a week um a lot of that's unnecessary as well so and then my accommodations are really cheap so that's kind of how I make up for it hopefully that helped how long do you plan on staying is another question I actually don't know I'm because I'm only settling in now I feel like I'm only really getting going here if that makes sense because I'm only settling in now so I'm definitely going to stay for Christmas which is something I 100% thought I was coming home for but I, I definitely do well as of now like I am staying here for Christmas and then after that I don't know I don't know will I go somewhere new in the new year will I come back to Bali will I go somewhere in Europe I'm thinking this is like my rough plan so I'm thinking of staying in Bali for Christmas um and potentially going somewhere for January I don't know where yet for like the new year and then why did I say and then like that and then <laughs> what the hell like what am I on honestly um and then from February March April probably stay in Bali I don't know and then maybe go to somewhere in Europe for the summer to be honest I wouldn't mind flying home and then going staying somewhere in Europe for the summer just because I do think I value like I value family time and I value um spending yeah spending time with my family and friends a lot and I miss you all so much um even though I'm the worst person ever on the world on my phone and I'm so sorry to everyone like I'm so bad on my phone it's no excuse for it I'm just really really bad but um yeah potentially then in Europe somewhere for the summer I don't know where yet could be Ireland it could be somewhere in Spain Italy I don't know yet I, I really don't know I just kind of take every day as it comes because you I hate kind of planning too much ahead I just go with the flow and wherever I'll be I'll be kind of thing but I absolutely love Bali and I'm definitely not done with it yet if that makes sense so I don't want to leave until I'm like ready to leave if that makes sense and I feel like it'll be somewhere I'll always come back and spend at least like six months of the year or yeah, around this time of the year, like maybe August to like February, March, April. Yeah, maybe August to April or something like that uh, per year. I definitely think would be like it would it would be somewhere I'd be always coming back to, if that makes sense. Good places to stay for a two week period. So I'm living in Changu, really busy, lots of cafes. It's fabulous like it's absolutely gorgeous and there is lots to do here but I think Uluwatu is somewhere that's nicer for a holiday. Changu is just really really busy and it's definitely really cool like to see it. There's a lot of party places here like Finn's Beach Club and there's lots to do but I would recommend only staying in Changu for like 
two to three days um, if you just wanted to see it it's very hustle and bustle go 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 there's lots of gyms that you can train from like crossfit wanderlust soma the Mai Thai gym like it's really cool to see and do all those things but i definitely would only you'd only need like two to three days in changu uluwatu is absolutely gorgeous they've amazing beaches it's more like a holiday vibe there's lots to do down there and it's more relaxing you can still like go to training like there's valley training center like uh, bamboo fitness things like that it's definitely a lot a lot more relaxing and it's not as busy as changu so i would highly recommend uluwatu if you want somewhere that's more relaxing and like where you can chill out and there's also like Savaya where you can go partying and single fins and stuff like that where there's lots of parties on and yeah I, that's where I would highly recommend if you're staying if you want more of a holiday vibe and then there's also Ubud which I was only there for a night and to be honest I didn't really like it that much but I feel like I didn't get to see enough of it to make an opinion on it where I went to the monkey zoo thing monkey forest place monkey zoo monkey forest and i loved it there it was really cool but there was loads of other things you can do there like mount Pator, the rice fields there's like lots of waterfalls there i haven't done any of that stuff yet um and it looks really cool but again like it, it's very it's very active you'd be very active down in ubud so like lots to do there so maybe like three to four days maybe in ubud or even maybe four to five, to be honest. Well, it all depends. You could get a lot done in three days there as well. So maybe like two to three days in Changu, three to four days in Ubud, and then like do all the touristy things and stuff like that. And then Uluwatu just to chill out. Um, I also went to Gili Tea and that was unreal. Like would highly recommend Gili Tea if you are coming to Bali. It's one of the islands. It's, it's absolutely unreal off of Bali. It's so cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Is Bali expensive? Yeah, like it's not as cheap as everyone makes it out to be. It definitely isn't. So don't come under the illusion that it's really like cheap. And yeah, it's it's not like obviously it's not as expensive as Ireland. Obviously, like <laughs> that's a given, but it's not like super cheap either. Would you recommend Bali for solo travelers? I'm scared to go. Um yes just do it if you're someone who is scared to solo travel but you really want to do it go for it honestly it's just the most empowering thing you will ever do like it's unreal you get to immerse yourself in different cultures you meet people like from all over the world you get different perspectives on life you learn invaluable lessons you know what I mean from traveling 100% like you're just way more like clued in with things you feel way more independent it empowers you to like make you believe that you can literally do anything that's what the way I feel from solo traveling I'm like if I can move to Tenerife on my own and meet loads of friends and have a ball or if I can move to Asia on my own like I can do anything you know what I mean if you're someone who is setting out to solo travel it's scary and it's frightening but when you push into that discomfort and when you take a step out of your comfort zone that's when like you'll really really grow and I know it's so cliche but honestly 
it builds character like it absolutely builds character and it can be really uncomfortable when you haven't done anything like this before and like I said it took me so long to settle into Bali and that's something I didn't expect and I was crying most nights I was so anxious I questioned everything I was like I questioned myself I had so much self-doubt myself I questioned like should I even be like doing this like like why did I do this um did I make the right decision all these things were going through my head and that's normal so for anyone who is going to solo travel or you're moving country or you're moving far away from home and it's your first time or even your second time it's only my second time properly like living away from home go easy on yourself it's difficult it's uncomfortable it's hard it's not easy give yourself a chance to process everything and to process the fact that you've just moved halfway across the world or you've moved away from home and things are different and that's going to cause stress it's going to cause anxiety you're going to have maybe self-doubt negative self-talk and they're the last things you need on top of already on top of how you already feel you know so just be kind to yourself Give yourself a chance to settle in because literally now looking back, I booked a flight home and now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, like I like can't believe I did that. Like now I just don't want to go home. You know what I mean? So yeah, just give yourself a chance is what I'd say and know that it's okay to feel like this, you know, um, and that's kind of my main reason behind recording this podcast and I hope it wasn't too much like rambling I found it really difficult moving to Bali and it was something I didn't think I would find difficult from looking at people's Instagram stories and things like that but once you get talking to people you do realize that everyone is in the same boat and everyone has these initial feelings of discomfort obviously like you're you're completely in a new environment you're trying to meet new friends um everything is different the time zone is different just everything like is just so different to what you're normally used to the food is different the way things work are different like as in the roads like scooters everywhere for asia um the chaos like it's it's just it's different so you need to give yourself a break and give yourself um, a chance to settle in is what it would be my biggest advice and go for it if you're someone who is on the edge or on the verge of wanting to solo travel or stay at home if it's outside your comfort zone it's a good thing you know nothing good comes from the comfort zone the minute you step out of your comfort zone and you're in that those feelings of discomfort you know you're exactly where you're supposed to be and in a good place because there is so much room for growth so on that note i am going to finish up the podcast here but i hope people got a bit more insight into what it's like living in bali and how i found it settling in and if anyone has any more questions about bali or about solo traveling in general please just pop me a dm on instagram like that's what i'm here for honestly i'd be more than happy to help and I know this podcast wasn't about um, anything to do with fitness or um, health or anything like that. Uh, it was more so mindset, I suppose you could say. But I just really wanted to record this because I wish I had something like this um, to listen to before coming to
valley or before moving halfway across the world, wherever it is in the world you may be. And I hope you enjoyed listening. Thanks, guys. Ciao.